John, this was a fascinating second discussion with Charlie Borman. From Long Way Up. From Long Way Up. Um, it's it's obvious to me that when we talk to movie stars, you get a little um, giddy, starstruck. Yeah, I don't think I was necessarily giddy, but I was very excited to to talk to yeah, him. Yeah, no, I'm gonna say you were giddy. Uh, you just you have this like, you know, like a little schoolgirl with uh-huh. like you know the like a rock band in front of you when you talk sure. to Charlie. It's it came across, and our listeners will hear it. Um, also, I bet your um, your lead to talk about uh, food on this trip with Charlie. Uh, I bet you didn't anticipate where that went. No, him talking about his shits? Yeah, getting the shit. Welcome to the Behind the Bars podcast, where we discuss all things motorcycles, memories, and mayhem. Oh, this is awesome. Sponsored by Wilkins Harley-Davidson. Let's get this thing started. Here's John and Mark. Back with us today is Charlie Borman with Long Way Up. Welcome, Charlie. How are you? I am just peachy, as they say. Mark and I are super excited. This is our second podcast with you. We did one a couple years ago, if you remember. Um, Very well received. And we know you are super busy with uh, Long Way Up uh, just coming out on Apple TV. Um, So we thought we would get right into it. We don't want to waste any of your time. I know you're doing a lot of interviews. Um, No, that's fine. I'm more than happy to talk about it. Uh, You you know, we've we were just so lucky to to pull, pull this together to be able to um, to get it done, you know, especially with how the world has changed. So so uh, so yeah, we were super lucky just to sneak it in there. Well, that was that was uh, one of the more interesting things. We're watching, uh, you know, a, a reality type of series, and we're living in a completely different world. Um, and that's yeah. sort of when you watch. I find myself watching you and sort of saying, where's Charlie's mask? Why is he not wearing a mask? <laughs> Me too. You know, so. I know, I know, I know. But it's, 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 but you know what? I mean, this, this, you know, we, we, uh, you know, this is a, a crazy time, but, you know, we'll, we'll find a way of being able to, to, to live with it or, or to have a, a vaccine for it. You know, we, we had the measles, we, we, the, the flu, we, we live with every year and, 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 so you know we'll 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 get there, and and for sure the world will will open up again, and we'll be traveling, and you know it's safe to travel to Tanzania at the moment. You know they're they're they're, they're in good shape, so you know it's it's not it's not all bad. Is that is that a a precursor, Charlie, to you and you and uh, going to Tanzania? <laughs> well, we've already done that, right? You know, but that, but that was, is that, there that is that, a, so, is that another you know, another place that we're we're uh, considering spending more time? Uh, no, no. I just a, a friend of mine's heading out there to do some work, and 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 and, uh, and we were just talking about it, and he was saying that that you know their 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 COVID nineteen isn't isn't anywhere near as bad as a lot of other places. You know so, where so you, they're, they're in good shape. You know where else it's uh, very safe, Charlie, that you could visit. Oh yeah, Vermont. For, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen. Um, which which end of the street? Which Tim Hortons should like meet him in, 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 um, because in, isn't there two on every street? No, Tim Hortons is up. That's up in our Canadian friends, just over just a just a little oh, bit sorry, over the border. Canada, you were saying. Sorry, my my apologies. <laughs> so so Charlie, one of the things that uh, in watching the program a uh, long way up, um, what I wanted to start off with, you classify yourself in that I'd never heard you say as a warrior. Um, like you worry, yeah. you worry about everything and you, you do things with the live wire that 
remind me of myself. I also own a live wire and I found myself, uh, you plug into it and then maybe a, an hour or two later, you go back and you find yourself checking on that. Was that a regular occurrence yeah. through the entire, uh, cause I've only seen up through episode four now. Um, yeah. and so, uh, is that, a, was that a regular occurrence for you to go check on your motorcycle? I think, I think when you, you know, the live wire, you know, for us, when we when we decided to go electric, it, it was you know there was a big process then we, then, and then we started looking around and 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 trying to choose what what bikes were out there. And, and funny enough, that, that a lot of the bike there's a lot of big manufacturers who just haven't got anything on the go, you know. And so the, you know, there was only one other and 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 Harley that was really in the fray for the um, that could that that could do the job. And when we approached Harley Davidson, they they basically said, look, we'll build you we'll build you an adventure bike and oh boy did they build us an adventure bike i mean you can imagine with your live wire you know that we put the we put the pan american front end on we jacked up the back we we, we raised up the handlebars changed the whole seat put panniers on it a screen i mean it was, it was a lot was changed and um so they really stepped up to the mark but you know but essentially they were still sort of prototypes really they hadn't gone on sale yet and 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 um i think they started to go on sale when when halfway through the trip um, and, and so, uh, so yeah, I mean, I think you do sort of sit there, you know, when you, you, you plug them in and you go off for some dinner, uh, and then you come back and you, and you, you just check to make sure they're still charging. Um, uh, you know, yeah, for sure. And, and, and sometimes if I wake up, used to wake up in the middle of the night near the beginning of the trip, <laughs> I would go out and see if they were charging or not. You know? And, um, because, you know, they, they were still prototypes, so they still had the old niggle. So there was still the odd possibility that that power had dropped out or we'd or we'd broken the circuit of that particular place sure so there wasn't any power getting there you know and the thing to wake up in the morning and see that your bike had only charged 40 percent you know is is not is not fun it changes your entire plan for sure it does and and, and but you know uh, the whole idea of going electric is is a little bit like when the horse and car when the horse was overtaken by the car and when the car first came along you know people were, were absolutely adamant that that would never happen you know and if you did have a car you know you'd leave your house and you'd fill it up with petrol or or, or, or gasoline and, and and you would think well we're going to go down the road 50 miles and you think well god i hope we can get there and then if we get there i hope there's going to be petrol you know sure. or fuel and, and and the only place you could buy fuel was in chemists at the beginning and, and and so um, so there was all that range anxiety syndrome for, for for people, and then before you know it, there's petrol stations everywhere, and that's sort of what's happening here, isn't it? You, you know, and and you know with your live wire that that you can get pretty much most places with fast charges these days, and and um, and as a commuting bike, it's unbelievable. You can do it easily if you if you're commuting around and not sitting on highways or freeways. Too often you can get easily 120, 130 miles out of your bike. So uh, you know it, it, it's 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 here. You know, I suppose. So uh, in episode one and episode two, and I'm trying not to ruin it for for listeners out there that haven't watched this, but episode one and two, um, did you find yourself second guessing that you and and uh, Ewan had maybe made a mistake? That geez, this is not the uh, with all the the challenges of getting things charged, did you did you have a time in your during episode one and two where you just felt like we need to bail on this and and go to gas? Oh, I mean, 
listen, I, I think on all of the trips that we've done, I, I, I remember a long way round, we were sitting in the middle of Mongolia and things had gotten really tough and really hard there. And, and you know, there's no there's no paved roads, there's no signposts, there's tracks lead off everywhere. You go down one track and that just <laughs> peters out and you have to go back and go down another track and you can't find fuel and, you know, all those kind of stuff. And I remember sitting in the middle of Mongolia with you and thinking, what the f lots of bad words are we doing here you know let's just whose idea was this you know <laughs> then you realize it was yours and then you think, well, okay well we can't begin we can't blame ourselves so you know i think a lot of that was um you know there's a lot of that on every trip you know and, and for sure on this trip you're sitting there thinking you know what, what have we done uh, you know are we going to be able to do it? And what we didn't anticipate was that the, when it's really, really cold, and when we went down to the bottom of Argentina to start this trip, you know, it was the worst winter in 30 years. And and and, and it was cold, and the batteries don't perform as well. And so, but because we'd only ridden the bikes all in all for a couple of hours before we'd gotten down there, you know, we'd, we'd never really charged them or done anything really with them because they were, they were so off the shelf, you know. Um, so yeah, so it was a learning curve, and and you'll see as the as the program goes through the ups and downs. Well, Charlie, uh, Mark here. I I have been listening to the conversation, and I and I I'm reminded of a couple of things. One, um, in especially in this time of COVID, uh, we are sort of vicariously living this adventure through you guys uh, from my armchair, and really really enjoying uh, that whole process. So I thank you for it. I think it's actually the perfect thing right now for many of us to have an adventure alongside of you so to speak it was it was tiger king and now it's now it's long Charlie. way up yeah, yeah. exactly perfect <laughs> so the other That's thing funny. the other thing that reminds me is that you know as you talk about new technologies and, and petrol and gas powered motors every new technology needs a trailblazer you're clearly one of them for evs uh, much like astronauts who they told, well, we can get you up out of the atmosphere, but we're not sure we can get you back down through it. Um, I think you have that same sort of adventurous spirit, which I think is awesome. Uh, uh, so, well, <laughs> well I, I certainly wouldn't, I certainly wouldn't put myself on, uh, uh, in, in the same sort of, in the same category as Buzz Aldrin or, or something like that. <laughs> you know, well, once years ago, I just seem to remember years ago, I was, I was in the, I was in the, um, we were in, in Thailand on this, in this, in this hotel on the beach and, and Buzz Aldrin um, was there, and 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 talking about space and adventure, and 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 he said, oh, he said, come and join me for for dinner. So we sat on on the beach having dinner, and I, I swear to you, I was talking to Buzz Aldrin, and behind him was a full moon. <laughs> oh my, that's fantastic! <laughs> and, and I was talking, to him, and I was saying, so I said to you, and he was talking about about long way long way around and long way down and saying how much he really enjoyed the shows and he said that just what an invention guys had you guys are so intrepid <laughs> and i was talking to him i was looking behind him and there was the moon i'm going yeah but you went up there you know i mean <laughs> yeah. wow that's you know that takes some balls well <laughs> and, and uh, but, but and every time I tried to mention the moon and stuff, he just was not interested <laughs> in, in that. He just he just wanted to hear what it was like and what the GSs were like and should he get one? He'd had one before, but should he get one of the new ones? So it was it was it was it was hilarious and well, it was just brilliant. But I just never get that out of my picture of Buzz Aldrin with the moon. There well, was a full moon behind him. You couldn't have taken a photo better. And I kept thinking, God, I'd love to take a selfie. Do you think he would? Uh, 
Your modesty is appreciated, but now this is the second time you've been compared to astronauts. So, I mean, maybe you ought to just go with it, Charlie. Yeah, I just go with it. So, I would be more than happy to sit in one of those tiny capsules in the middle of space. <laughs> so, I, I'm curious about a couple things on the journey, Charlie. I know that. Um, that you had some support trucks uh, uh, that were accompanying you, and one of which was equipped to help in emergency charging situations. Is that is that the case? Yeah. Well, well, we had we had um, we, we so we had the two live wires and Claudio, our cameraman, who was on a who was on a, a petrol um, uh, Harley because he was you know whizzing up and down the road getting the drone out, and so we we thought that made sense. Um, and then Russ and Dave, they decided that they wanted that, that they were going to take these two Rivians, which were electric um, uh, pickup trucks, um, um, which were prototypes, basically as well. And 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 so and they they had a van um, with them that, that had a solar panel on it, um, and so it was charging batteries in the van uh, the whole time. So so we we hooked up with the support crew every three or four days or so, depending on what was going on and then when we did hook up with them we would just plug into the van and and take a charge nice that was you know had come straight from the sun so so it's 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 an it's an interesting world because we were i hadn't really thought about electricity much before this this trip and you know i'm a petrol head like everybody else and you know and and now i'm looking at at, at these electric bikes and i'm thinking you know that is something i want in my stable is i want the the, the live wire there so when i'm commuting around town and doing all that kind of stuff i can use that but when i'm going off doing other things you know there, there's 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 room for everything in your in your garage you know and and um but then i started to think well actually i want i want my i want my my, my house is sitting there with, with no solar panels on it so I'm, I'm now starting to convert to a whole lot of solar panels with a with a with a home battery so i can so then I, what i can do is i can use the the sun and the solar panels to charge my home battery to charge my e-mountain bikes which i do loads of mountain biking and downhill mountain biking with these with these pedal assist bikes and i can charge those from the sun and i can charge my uh, eventually when i get an electric car i can charge that and i can charge my live wire when i get one so it's like that's just so cool you know so, uh, Charlie, one of the other cool things that I, I think when you're watching through these episodes that I just wanted to highlight um, and maybe ask you some questions, um, the the food. When you guys are traveling, I mean, there's two things I, I, I got anxious about. One, you do the, the show does a great job of creating anxiety on, on making it to a boat or whatever, you know, before the cold hits. Um, but you have to eat as well. And so you're potentially there's a few times where, I mean, you folks are camping and whatnot. And I know that the producers are sort of kind of leaving you and uh, you and alone to sort of your own uh, means of obtaining things. But, you know, talk to me. You were in Chile and you 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 ate a bunch of really seriously hot food. Um, but I mean, then yeah. there were times where you stopped at people's houses and it was whatever they provided you. Uh, fill me in on that part. I mean, was there, uh, was, was that, did you ever feel anxious on getting your next meal or, or did, was there already a plan in place that if you're going to be limited in food? Um, for sure. I mean, listen, I mean, you know, you know, the, the, the great thing about doing these, these TV shows is that, is that, you know, you and I came up with these, with the idea of long way and, and we got Russ and Dave involved to be able to, to make a, a journey that, 
that you and I wanted so that we were pretty much left to our own devices you know we we pretty much decide where and what we want to do and and stuff like that and 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 it's very important for the tv shows to have that you know with, to be there with just claudio and, and and having our adventure and and dipping in and out of um of with the support crew so so as far as you know making decisions as where to go and what to do that was pretty much up to us i mean we we, we pretty much looked at the route and decided all the places that we wanted to go to and then you pretty just as you go along you just make up how to get there as as, as you go each day so 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 in, in in some places like mongolia and far east russia it, it was much more difficult to get hold of food and we, we 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 carried a lot of camping food with us um uh on 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 long way up going through argentina and chile and peru and colombia i mean you know these countries are famous for their food and and you know argentinian food and chilean food in peru i mean the food in peru you know the ceviche and the fish and the Oh my gosh, it's just extraordinary. So, so food for this particular trip was never was never much of an issue. I mean, you, you know, you would go to people's houses and they would cook food fresh for you. So, so pretty much on the whole, you know, it was it was going to be okay. You know, when you, when you go to, to to towns and stuff like that, you know, the one thing you don't want to do is go to a restaurant that's empty. You know, you know, if that food is if that restaurant's empty, go to a restaurant that's full. You know. And, and 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 that's the that's the key of it all and and just give it all a go and and as long as it's kind of prepared relatively fresh for you you're, <laughs> you're going to be okay Charlie. usually i mean I, to, for sure there was a few times we definitely got the shits a few times for sure. <laughs> too much information you, Charlie. Did you, know, did you know that 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 getting food poisoning 70% of the time of getting food poisoning it's not the food it's the cutlery or the plate Huh. Really? Because it hasn't been washed properly, yeah. So so uh so if you're not sure about a place but the food looks good, you know, just, just take a a, a a sterile wipe or a, or or some hand sanitizer and just just, just wipe the, the knife and fork. Because what happens is is if it's not like a proper dishwasher, you know, people wash it in the in the sink and all intents and purposes they want to clean it as much as possible for you. But the restaurant gets busy, you know, there's not clean it's not washed quite so well and, and that's that's how it goes so Char- there's a tip for you for free I, thank I, you charlie I, I never i never guessed that we would talk to charlie about his shits no that's that's something I that uh, uh well you and i spoke a lot about toilets it's actually <laughs> toilets and, perhaps you know, the, it's a big important part of life the first time on our podcast i think it is the first time on our podcast yeah, yeah. so <laughs> so Char- oh, the other thing to do is if you're riding on a motorcycle and spending a lot of time on a, on a bike and you know, camping a lot and, 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 you know, out of the weather stuff, you know, uh, I always say to people, you know, just take a, a little pack, pack of, of baby wipes with you, you know, little um, biodegradable baby wipes. And, and you know, they're, they're, there's nothing worse than a rashy, than a rashy bottom, you know, so uh, uh, it's always a good one. Okay, rashy bottom, that's also a first, but thanks, Charlie. Uh, Charlie, I have a question for you. Obviously, you have a special friendship with you and and um, I'm, I'm curious about what makes you guys so compatible to, to venture out on uh, these sorts of journeys. I, I'm sure that uh, there's plenty of times where maybe um, you don't agree about how to proceed. And so what is it about your relationship that makes you so compatible on this kind of thing? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, um, you know, you and, you and I have known each other for a very long time. We're, we're both, we, 
I started off as being an actor um, and made a bunch of movies when I was younger. And, and that's how I met Ewan, was on a film set. And we were both acting in the same movie. And um, uh, and I remember the first conversation I ever had with Ewan, I knew he had a Molly Goodsey um, uh, Le Mans. And, and, um, and so my first thing was I, I said to him, all right, here you want a Molly Goodsey Le Mans. And then that was pretty much all we ever spoke about. And that's all what we still only ever really speak about, really, is motorbikes and, and stuff. And we both had our, we both just had our first kids. Uh, we were away in, in Ireland, the west coast of Ireland, in this crazy little town making this movie. And, and we, we, we just, we had a lot in common and we, 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 uh, we loved a lot of the same things and, and we, we just stayed friends. And, and, uh, and the friendship built up. And when we, you know, we both got involved in motorcycle race teams. We did track days together. We did little trips together. There was Roy and 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 Paul and 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 Richard, who was there was sort of the five of us used to go off and do all sorts of stuff together. And then, you know, we we came up with this idea of long way long way round, and 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 we we met Russ and Dave, and they helped us make these TV shows. And originally, we were just going to go off and do it ourselves. But you know, there's always a danger when you when you agree to to travel with somebody. You know, whatever you're doing, going skiing or going on a summer holiday, whatever it is you're doing together, and you're going away for the first time together. There's always a possibility that you won't get on, you know, um, sure. on that trip. And and lots of people talk about that. And and there's plenty of people who have started trips together and have decided to go their own way halfway through. And you know, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just that's just the way it happens sometimes. But you and I always somehow managed to to. Uh, maybe because we know each other so well we we know when to leave each other alone we know when to pick each other's spirits up we know at which times of the day that 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 person is probably you know needs a bit of space or needs a bit of a cuddle or or whatever it is it's, <laughs> it's there and 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 you know you go through a lot of emotions um when you travel for a long periods of time and you it always becomes like a little marriage you know and, and you support each other and you look after each other and, 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 you know, you, you, even if you think that your friend has made the wrong decision or the wrong, the wrong turning down some road, you know, you, you go, you go with it, you know, and, 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 and that's, that's how it works. And you've got each other's backs, you know, and, and the great thing about these trips, as you will say, you know, I think Chile was, was one of the toughest places that we, that we traveled through for conditions and, you know, deep sand and gravel and, terrible terrible corrugation um uh and you know high altitude and it was tough riding and um but those are the bits that when you really really rally together when you start laughing and start you know uh uh you know because you're getting through these really tough situations you you you, you kind of gel together and and the harder it is the kind of the funnier it becomes and and so you know Especially so looking back, well. I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know what the. I don't know what the what the what the what the what the remedy is, or what the or what the the glue is, but but it's there, and and it's it's nice. Well, I know we're running low on time, um, and I, I I know you've got another interview, Charlie. So I don't want to waste any time. Though the we did have one person that uh, wrote oh, yeah. in that asked a quick question about your wheelie days. They saw you popping wheelies. Um, and knew that the live wire had some um, some technology to restrict that. And just curious if your wheelie days are 
were behind you or uh or, or they're still we're still doing that oh well listen i uh since since 2016 i uh i had that terrible crash and smashed my legs up and then six in 2018 i was in south africa doing a motorcycle tour having just got back on a motorbike um and i could just about um ride a bike and i went down to africa and then um smashed myself up to pieces again so i, I snapped my forearm and bent it backwards and broke my and had two plates put in there and then broke my pelvis and had a plate put in there and broke my collarbone and had a plate put on there so in four years i think i had i've had 17 operations <laughs> and so when i went on this trip my wife said look charlie would you just you know try and keep the front end down a bit and and um uh so but there, there are a couple of points in the tv show where you might see me you know make a slight mistake at some point all right but that bike you know the great thing about those lab rides you can turn it all off and you can you can have all your own you can have your wheelie setting you can have your <laughs> off-road setting you can have you're gonna can have a lot of fun on that bike you know Charlie, I, I know you're a busy guy. Uh, we've already exceeded our uh, our time frame with you. Um, we really, really appreciate sincerely your time. Um, truly, what a um, what a great show, and um, it's it makes me more anxious than than uh, the other two. And we're just super excited to see you back on the screen. And I know it's going to be a huge hit for you. Um, oh, thank you. Know, you. Thank you for taking okay. the time. But you know, oh, just 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 one quick last thing. You know, it's interesting because. You know, 2004 when we first did the first one, we we had to come up with this whole thing of of, of cameras on our helmets and cameras on the bikes and and and, and you know we we really um were, there were no GoPros or there was nothing going on like that and pretty much the same thing happened a long way down and and this time because of Apple support and Apple helping us um you know um, we and technology you know we we were able to 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 have I mean, Claudia was amazing with drones and so we would do like four or five drone shots a day have these great vistas and you know back in the old days if you wanted a a, a big a big helicopter shot you, you you would have to book a helicopter sit on the side of the road wait for the helicopter to turn up ride up and down that one bit of road and then the helicopter would go up because you couldn't afford it anymore. Now you can throw that. Cloudier kept his drone in his tank bag um, on his motorbike, and he just took it out as if it was a camera. So lots changed, and 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 hopefully you can see that on on the way up. Charlie, we really really appreciate right. it sincerely. Thank you so much for your time. Thank um, you, we will. Uh, right, we thank will. You very much. We will let you go, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Thank you, Charlie. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Behind the Bars podcast, sponsored by Wilkins Harley-Davidson. Stay tuned for our next exciting podcast. Check out additional information on WilkinsHarley.com.